Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now welcome to dungeon damsels you have reunited with Narte and received a message from your companion in arms, Adlana. She tracked a devil down to a hideout of his own outside of town. The letter de- that you got from her detailed that she, Senya, and Narte <clears throat> went to the shack in an attempt to confront this devil, Zert, and to come to an agreement. Then if he doesn't comply and resorts to violence, she, Senya, and Narte um, will defend themselves. Only she hasn't returned. Senya is nowhere to be found, and Narte is here in peacock form. Um, we will do a recap for everyone's motives. Tarina, you have been tasked by Fae Queen Sabra to bring her a new pet. We're to bring this new person to a fairy circle. You've been informed that there's one outside of the city. You have a few people you've considered for this position, but haven't decided on who is best. You also have spoken to Nessa about Erevan, your brother. From Nessa, you learned that High Priestess Avra, her grandmother, values education and would want documentation of said education. With that in mind, you plan... You plan to possi- uh, There's a possible plan to present Rierick as an alternative marriage candidate for Nessa. However, you do not know if the messenger from House Millennium. However, you do not know that if the messenger from House Meliamne doesn't show up at House Abra, it will raise suspicion. So you don't. I hope that made sense. Kayanthi, you were tasked with finding spies for Celiana Rowanwood, your cousin. But you've had trouble finding suitable people for the position. Not only that, you have been racked by your own moral and ethical quandaries on the potential outfall of your actions, as well as inactions. There's lots of inaction. I'm really good at those. Luna, you have by chance met Liam, Glock's birth father. Glock's your boyfriend, audience. You discussed with Ellie on how to remove him from the city safely and agreed that it would and agreed that he should take on a business venture towards the King Kingdom of Leicester. Perhaps you could use your noble connections to persuade the lore matron, Liam's um, owner, to uh, um, allow him to go on said trip. Ellie, you have led you have a lead on the mysterious Ulames. Thus far, you have a few leads pointing towards the city of Portulia Sarlacius, the Arcanic capital. The Arcane boys have solidified your suspicions and have offered an alternative route to the Arcanic Empire via the Abyssal Routes, which is an alternative, as far as you know, an alternative road beneath the mountain. For Eric and Nessa have talked at length about their potential marriage. Uh, and, um... 
both in relative agreement to it, despite the potential awkwardness and lack of physical intimacy. Thus far, it seems to be the best course of action to, for Rear to reestablish, be reestablished into House Breeden, and to win the favor of High Priestess Avril. You know, everyone knows this. I hope you all know this at this point. You know that in order for him to be accepted as a noble and to be reinstated into his house, that two of the th three matrons have to agree. You can speak to the Lord Matron, who is Colin's mother, High Priestess Avra, who is Nessa's grandmother, and then there's the War Matron, your best friend. That was sarcasm. No one laughed. <laughs> I'm laughing. Um, Mara is still up for the execution block. Colum is fired up to rescue her and escape with her, uh, possibly out of town. Um, there is a, an alternative to try to appeal to the matrons to free Mara. And you, again, you need two of the three matrons to approve this. From what Colum told you, the war matron pushed for the execution and High Priestess Avra agreed to press forward. Cain boys are accounted for. Canaris and Furious are in hiding in House Brayden and are currently preparing to leave the city um, as soon as Narte is with them again. Narte is presently in his animal form and is giving you a note from Adlana. The four of you are in the streets of Toril by Mora's closet, her dress shop. That is the recap. Okay. I thought that um, Chaosi and Luna were helping the cute moth lady Okay, that's right. Yeah, you guys split out. Okay. Um, so, do you guys... For brevity, I can say that you guys reunite, or do you guys want to stay separate for some reason? I, I want to talk to... Well, Keanu wants to talk to Luna real quick. Okay. Okay. What's up? Yeah. So, how you doing? I'm doing great. I mean, even though we haven't left each other's presence, I still want to say, how you doing today? You doing good? Yeah. <laughs> you ever know what I'm hiding from? Oh, what? <laughs> Say again? You never know what I'm hiding from? It's like, yeah, that's true, huh? Okay, anyways, back to myself as a person. We'll go back to my notes. Um, okay. What's the name? I wish we had the names of all the characters. Which person? Describe the person. Leo? And it's Roxale. Roxale, isn't it? Roxazel. Roxazel. Yeah, I love that name, Rexy. Anyway, so we dropped her off at her house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're mm homesick. -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is armpit sweat. Wow, I didn't expect her to be so uh, loose lips, or maybe I should have been expecting her that. It looked like she had plenty to drink, so it's a lot. It sounds like she was really worried about her uh, Ori friend. Yeah. So, um, actually, I, I feel as though I must say something. What's that? Well, um, I'm pretty sure I know who, uh, Roxanel's ex-boyfriend is. And I'm pretty sure, um, he's not, uh, why can't I speak English? Hold up. <laughs> English is hard. English. It's okay. I got a long day at work. The actress is not fully here. I'm sorry. You start speaking in Elvish instead. Oh, we could speak in Elvish right there. Basically, I, I thought I saw him before, and the thing is, I, I know him. And really? 
Yes, and it's not in a good way. He's my brother. Oh, I'm his. And he's a bard. So if you see a man strumming something, you know, it's a little dangerous. I, I, I feel like I should have to warn it because this, I know with everything going on, I feel like I, I don't know. I just, I need someone else to know that if you see someone like this, we should be very careful. It's okay, I'm already kind of on high alert for bards, so I'll let you know. Yeah, help. Everybody hates parties. Well, thank goodness, because I, I was definitely concerned, so... Uh, and then Beyonce goes ahead and starts describing her brother. Kind of bald, but with beautiful, beautiful eyes. Yeah, so he's... Um, he's really, like, athletic, actually. And, um... Yeah... He's, and obviously very, like, charismatic. He's someone that would be, like, the life, the life of the party. And, um, had a very riotous living. Um, physically, he's, um, how tall is Kayonde? She's, like, 5'8", right? I am. Yeah, so... Word I'm 5'7". 5'7", okay, yeah, he's, he's 5'10". Ish around there, so he's kind of tall, but not massively tall. And then he's like built, really kind of like um, lean. Like he's he's like he's like a football player, but like the guys that run, not like the really bulgy ones. Because I know so much about football, but like he has broad shoulders and like takes. We um, have the burrito rod. Yeah, he has a he has like a good triangular like <laughs> shape shape to him. Um, he's, he's toned, and um, yeah, he's not like overly huge. Uh, and then he's got he's not bald, but I want to say he has a really like short buzz cut, really close okay. to his head. Um, I wanted him to be bald, but that's all right. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he could be bald. You know, like maybe. <laughs> He likes the bald, bald, bald elf. Bald elf. He likes the bald life and just once he started, he couldn't go back. Um, you, from what you know, is that he had a very riotous living and collected a lot of debts, and your grandfather was not pleased. So one day he just wasn't home anymore. Um, I wish I was young for that. So I barely recognize him, honestly. Yeah, it's been a long time. But he's an elf, so he hasn't really aged. Exactly. I haven't heard like that. We'll be here for a while. And he's your... He's like... He's your second oldest brother. He's the second child. Like, four. Yes. So there he is. Mr. Life of the party who I'm scared of. I mean, I'm sure they would have corn chips. <laughs> corn chip man. Be careful the corn chip man. Okay. The bald corn chip man. Alright. <laughs> I create these threatening NPCs and this is what happens. Bald corn chip guy. Gotcha. <laughs> We just, we just have to boil him down to like luscious wind towels. Hold on, I have to go and fit my username in this thing. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> this is 
Alright, that's all I wanted. I wanted to talk to Luna about my past. Okay. Okay, no, that's good. That's good. Alright. <laughs> Does anyone want to do anything else, or should we re-meet as a group? I, I think I think changing my name moved my position over. Yep. Yeah, it's alphabetical. You're more important. I imagine it's alphabetical. Maybe it's not. This was, this was fortuitous. <laughs> okay, you guys have reunited, unless... Anyone's opposed to that? Okay. So you're back at Mars Closet. The others who uh, discover the note tell you about it. And um, Narcte is there as a peacock, so now you're like, what do we do? Guys, let's first leave Mars so they don't associate us with being here. Good idea. Where should we go? I guess I'll uh-huh. take the peacock and I'm just holding. This is Narcte, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, we could just go somewhere else. Is there like a park we can do to hang out? It's like a public space, or do we just go back to the burning house? Uh, we were on a mission to go somewhere, no? Didn't Keontae, didn't she want to do your the, stuff? We wanted to like, go to the art district. Yeah, I was like, didn't we yeah, want to go to the art district? Why don't you just check that place out? Yeah, go to the art district. Let's do it. Okay, so, um... The art district is south, uh, east to west, southwest of you. Southeast. 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 Yeah. Southeast. Um, <laughs> so I will point out that uh, Narte does look a bit ruffled, but um, he's been. Yeah, I'm just kind of smoothing out his, uh, his feathers, and I'm like. Okay, I'll be are you okay, Norte? Uh, can't they make an animal handling check? Oh, dear. <laughs> you see? Thank you for letting me wear this nice. Oh, dear. He's not gonna like me, is he? Okay, that's actually not bad. I rolled a six. A six? A six. Is that bad? <laughs> So, like, you, um, you try to to pat him, but, like, he's not having it, so he just kind of, like, dodges your hand a little bit. No, you have to go with the feathers. (laughs) You're like, I'm I'm trying to reach the feathers. I'm going to try to pet him, too. (laughs) Everyone's petting. Everyone's trying to roll animal handling. Yeah, roll animal handling. Time for Narte's bad day. Nat 20. Oh, okay. Calm down, Drew. Fine. (laughs) Show off for everyone. Show off. I I didn't roll too high, but I I rolled a 7, but I have a plus 7 to end my head, because that's 14. Okay, so... Calm down, Drew. You know, the the three of you... This is what I do. Instruct (laughs) Kayanthi on how to properly handle a bird. You want to, like... Support it properly under your arms so it can like roost and relax. relax there. You know, like if it feels balanced, then it's not going to be upset. And then you sh- gently stroke down the spine. Yeah. I don't really know a ton about peacocks, to be honest, but I imagine you know most animals are like that. And I'm thinking of the, the monster book from Harry Potter to stroke the spine and make sure it's not spine, of course. So he, he calms down and says to Ellie's the one that asked him. Yeah. 
and he says that, um, and Lana is gone. And I, it's, uh, he, he, because he's a peacock, he sends you, like, um, these kind of, like, like, um, they're more, like, impressions than, like, pure sentences. Okay. And, uh, he, you get, like, this sense of, like, he's not, he's sure, you get the sense that he's not sure if she's okay, and is worried about her, but also feels guilty at the same time because he blames himself for what happened. Although you're not 100% sure what happened. You do get an image of a shack outside of town, though. I get an image of a shack? Mm Mm-hmm. And the note, Adlona mentions that she tracked Zert to this shack. I will. I'll get the. I'll get the note up for you guys again. What? It's a, It's okay, Narte. I think Adlona will be fine. I mean, she's a pretty strong woman, right? Right, Tarina. I mean, your aunt is kind of kills people. <laughs> Yeah, she's a pretty smart lady. She's the strongest, most murderous person I know. And we love her for it. She too. I mean, she's kind of dealing with her own stuff right now. With all the bone and demon stuff. Okay, um... But Narte is kind of talking about a shack. What is? What do you mean by a shack? You he responds by like basically saying, um, like you get the impression that that's where he went with Alana, and then and he shows you like images of like <laughs> my peacock telephone. Yeah, you get flashes of this room. You know, this, there's the, okay, so the shack's, I can't speak English today. The shack is um, a little misleading because there's actually more to it. It goes further underground. And, like, they had to go through, like, you know, a series of traps to get there. And then, like, they finally got to this, like, final room. And there's just this flash image of a magic sigil at the the bottom of this room. Oh no. And like you get the like intense feeling that he wants you to go there. What are you doing going down shacks and magic circles? I don't know. That just looks dangerous. That's probably the adventure we should be going on. Let's follow. Let's go party. What do you what do you think, Trina? I'm not really sure. Okay. I mean, I, I would like to investigate uh, to see what kind of trouble that Alana might be in. She said she left, but I feel very uneasy about this shack. Me too. From what you described, it said it's safe. 
Well, I wonder how safe it is for her. What, what was it? Like, the note said that she she left, right? She, like, found this, like, demon guy that was going to help her with her curse. Well, it could be that she found something that they definitely did not help her. I, it's hard to say. I hope she's all right. I think it's probably good to determine, like, does she want us to go? Or would, would Adlana, Adlana want us to follow her? Good question. Well, Not just compared to her. I don't know. Because it could be a situation where, like, she does need our help. Or it could be a situation where she might need help, but she'd rather do it herself. Or it could be something that's, like, dangerous enough that she wants to go on her own instead of have us get stuck there, too. Um, where did you guys wind up going? I mean, some park. No, we did. I think we're the walking to the art district. Yeah, art district. Okay, right. yeah. So you're just yeah, walking, there. and okay, yeah. you're just walking in public with a peacock. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Your emotional support peacock. Yeah. It's my pet peacock. I think I feel like we're more like the peacocks emotionally support elves and half elves. That too. Yeah. Because sometimes the animals need the help. Not just us. We need to stop being selfish. It goes both ways. Okay. I mean, it's probably not weird to be walking around with a peacock. Here right? we go. Here we go. It's like a, it's like a pet. It's like it was part of you because it's green enough. Okay, I finally found the lines I've had for him. But um, <laughs> so you guys start walking to um. Uh, Ellie, you get like a question back, like from Narte, like familiar brothers, friends, where he's asking you. Well, well we found your your brothers. Yeah, and we we rescued um, we rescued Kenny, and I'm like whispering to, to the peacock, but like it probably just sounds like to everyone else. Okay, okay. Um, you get this feeling of, like, relief, but also this really intense take-me-back-now. <laughs> okay, okay, P put your wings down! <laughs> yeah, even, like, <laughs> even flaps his, like, wings a little bit, like, oh. I need to go back. Can I just give out this side? I'm just like, ugh! Peacocks are the really? worst. I guess we have to go back home. Back home? Or back where? Well, back, back to the breeding right house. Now? He wants to be. Okay, he he wants to be with the rest of his brothers. Okay, so I'll grab the peacock so that she doesn't have to hold the flapping peacock. <laughs> <laughs> You, you draw some attention as there's this, you know, group of foreigners with a peacock in the middle of town. And, um... I look back and stare at the people that's staring at us and I'm doing this. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> and Penelope just kind of puts her, her hand down. Like, stop it. No. Keep it down. Penelope, don't be fucked. Don't be <laughs> No. I mean, they start. <laughs> they haven't started anything. They're just watching us. We need to hurry up and figure out what we're going to do. Some Elvish cultures are just very judgmental. We'll be out of here soon enough. 
inside is a plump little dwarf scribbling away at a desk, and inside there are lots of, like, magically generated light orbs, and you can gather that's probably how the plants are kept alive. Um, you keep walking, there's another place called Harpy Hats. Um... Inside here, you look in through the window just out of curiosity, and you see a series of taxidermy animals that have been turned into hats. Inside is an old drow lady with one screwy eye that keeps looking at you. Um, you pass by a secondhand clothes shop called called Second Life. There's. Um, a... I thought, I thought you would have called it, like, Tara's Boutique, like, Mara's Closet, and, like, also... My, my storefronts don't have a, as, much, as close of a unified sound to it, to be honest. Um, you're, you're right. But I, I like Second Life. That's cute. Uh, it's a, it offers clothing for cheap, um, and there's, like, a bin outside where, for discount clothes, and it has that weird, like, mothball smell to it, and you're like... <laughs> Everyone here is just like kind of a little off. Um, <laughs> kind of a little off. Okay. Um, at the end of this small street, there's a tattoo parlor called Ink Inked and Blinked. The store owner is blind, <laughs> but he hires good artists for work. Outside, you can see like this drow male um, who looks super metal, but like he's drawing at this, he's like sketching in this notebook. Um, as he walks by, he's like, "Hey, you want a tattoo?" <laughs> and he like, and he shows her his sketchbook, and there are like a flaming skulls, and like there's a tiger in there for some reason, and they're just really intense. It's just like, I think this will good on you. Oh, yeah. not today, thank you. Alright, hey time, hey time. Thank you, Ain't to red. He like gives you a thumbs up and then blinks at you. <laughs> she blinks back, but not like in, you know, a degree, maybe we're just like, what? So, yeah. As they walk away, she's like looking over her shoulder and I'm like, what else did he draw? And I don't know, we'll find out. And um, you're coming to the last little bit, but there's this tiny alleyway, and out pops this like little like drow female in, in like a, she's hunched over with a cloak, and then she flings out her cloak and says, Hey, wanna buy a day dial? <laughs> and you see the interior is lined with day dials for telling time. But it doesn't work very well down here. Because there's no daylight. You keep walking like, ah, no, no, thank you. And she she calls out, I have star keepers too! And you're just like, yeah. Sorry, seeing, seeing Tippy's crazy eyes just... <laughs> Hi, this is Tiffany, your DM. Thank you for watching Dungeon Damsels. This is not the end of the session, so please stay tuned for the next part. We update on Tuesdays and Saturdays at 5pm Pacific Standard Time. If you're interested in supporting us more, please push the subscribe button, like, or comment. We also have a Patreon, wink wink nudge nudge, 
and our show is in podcast form. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Podbean, Spotify, and plenty of other podcast platforms. Thanks. We hope to hear from you soon. We're going to um, go back to the other group. Let's do that. All right. I guess it's uh, it's me and Luna just walking back with... With a peacock. Unruly... Narte peacock. Sure, we're going back. See? Yeah, like, he's, he's very, I admit, I'm getting back. Very, I'm very upset. Yeah, we're going. We're going, dude. Maybe, hmm. You know, it might be weird to be walking around with a peacock as I'm looking around and seeing people stare at us. What if I turn into a peacock? So it's not as weird. Because one peacock um, by itself might... And then you have, like, one of those two peacocks. Yeah, because um, right now it's just it's two people with a pet peacock. Then it turns into me being the crazy peacock lady. That'll get a little more attention. <laughs> I like it. Do we have the... Who has the bag of holding right now? Uh, uh, I think it's Tarina. Oh, dang it. So I'm just going to, like, stick all of them except for his head. <laughs> just have him kind of floating out of the bag. Just hold the bag and have his head sticking out. But it's too late. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. A bird just by itself might be weird, but maybe, just maybe, and... I turn into a peacock. Ellie, no, I'm going to... Also, Ellie, like, if you shapeshift in public, then everybody else will know that we shapeshift, and then, like, they'll be after us if if any animal does anything weird. Um... Oh, that's a good point, but I'm a peacock already. She's already a peacock. Uh, give me a... Give me a... Give me a... Like usual. Like usual. I remembered last week. (laughs) DM remembers everything but the one thing to actually play the game. I mean, I could do virtual dice. But I just just keep my dice in like this other bag for my other campaigns and all this stuff everywhere else. Okay, so there is like one guy in the street and he does notice. But he just kind of like walks away. He's been doing too many drugs. Yeah. Well, like it's more of like I'm in a city. I've seen so much. I don't want to get involved. Nice choice. And now I'm just like kind of like walking along but realize the huge mistake that I've made. It's like you know that meme of like the guy that's just like oh it's fine. And I'm just like if Ellie, I can... you can cha- Ellie, you can change back when the guy's gone. He um <laughs> he walks by you guys pretty quickly. Like, he's on the other side of the street, and then, like, he was walking, like, he was walking, like, at a, you know, an easy pace, but now it's, like, one of those quick paces that you do to politely cross a crosswalk quickly. Okay. Yeah. So he's gone. Being way too... Okay. Emily, we should probably turn back now before anybody else comes along. Alright. Can I make a perception check to make sure nobody's watching? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Oh, dang. I got a nat 20. Yay. Okay. <laughs> See, with my druid dice, it's a little bear paw. That's <laughs> awesome. I like it. So currently the street the is empty. Bucket. Okay. Look at so I just thought it was a good idea at the time, and then know. I turned and I was like, wait, if I turn again, then it'll be too much. Oh no! Oh no! Tarina, drop oh, no. Tarina. In the meantime, uh, uh, no, Luna will console Ellie. Oh, okay. Because Ellie's a little upset. My Ellie logic was just like, more peacocks than it will be so popular to have one peacock. Okay, so you guys get back to the Braden house. Um, the ruffled Narte is. Released into the basement. Yeah, you take him like straight, straight to the basement, and um, so it's it's actually the wine cellar. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, Same like Canaris is just in there, and like he's doing like weapon maintenance and like cleaning, it, like oiling his sword and whatever, and, and um, and then probably looking sexy according to Ellie. Ouch. I mean, like, he'd be wearing his... He'd be wearing his novel more in his shirt. Like, unless it's, like... No, it wouldn't be hot there. So, yeah, he would... He'd just be wearing normal clothes. Um, but, I mean, you can look really attractive doing anything, depending on his behavior. And wearing clothes. And clothes, yes. <laughs> and, um, Various has, like, made his own little, like, nook of books. And, like, he kind of, like, has wedged himself into this corner and it's, like has this pile of, like, books, and is just, like, nose-deep in it. <laughs> and, um, in bursts this peacock, and, like, Canaris is just like, Hey, Narte's back! And then Farius just kind of, like... Chokes <laughs> out of the book. Chokes out of the book. Chokes back up. Wait, wait, wait. True brotherly fashion. <laughs> And, uh, so, uh, Kenny picks him up, and then is, uh, like, oh, dude, you're in really bad shape, aren't you? And, uh, so he, he puts him down, and, uh, he asks you guys, he turns to you guys, this is Kenara speaking. Do you guys know what happened? Well, he said that, um, well, there was all that stuff that happened at Mara's closet, and he said that, uh, something happened to Atlanta. He was talking about a shack and went down to, like, a magic circle. I mean, can't you just unpeacock? Yeah, the thing is, is that he can. It's just that what what we do is we revert to our animal. He's probably staying in his animal form because if he goes into his elf form, he'll fall into a rage because that's what happens when we get hurt a lot. We lose, like, um, he needs to be fed. <laughs> oh, I can help with that. Uh, it was the thing we did last time. Okay. Like, <laughs> and, and so then he goes and um, like nudges Farius, and then he's just like, 
I think he was the one that gave you guys the syringes to begin with. Um, I think so, right? Yeah, and so, yeah, he, yeah, he like, pulls those out. They've been cleaned. Um, he's, like, a meticulous person like that. And uh, so he hands you guys the syringes. You guys, I imagine, will donate your blood to this. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess we can do it together. I mean, it could just be me doing it, so, and then, like, you can heal me. Okay. So unless you want to donate, that's fine, too. I mean, is, are you guys using the syringe, or are you going to let it bite you? Uh, syringe sounds safer. Yeah, we're gonna use a syringe. Alright. Okay, so use a syringe, and then, um, so, Kenny turns back to you and says, okay, this is probably gonna be a little weird for you, but, um, he, like, unscrews it and hands it to Luna. He's like, you seem a little more okay with this but um what's probably gonna happen is he will fall into a violent rage so we're gonna hold him back and then you'll feed then you'll feed him this is just gonna be a weird thing um so we'll just embrace we'll just embrace this sorry actually that sounds good and Farius interjects and he's like actually he'll be semi-unconscious for a few minutes well for a few seconds so he'll probably be able to Alright, that sounds good too. So, they stand on either side of him, and uh, they're like, hey bro, do it. And so, uh, he, Narte reverts to his elf form, and he is noticeably bigger than he is usually. Uh, make, make an intelligence check, just for flavor. Okay. Uh, we'll see how big he is. Ten. Oh, I got good. <laughs> I got 15. Okay, Ellie, you remember that he um, was a barbarian, and so he was probably raging. Oh. And that's why he's oh. bigger. Um, and so he reverts out to his normal form, and um, he, uh, much like when you brought Kenaris back to consciousness, he's kind of dazed. And then uh, Farius and Canaris will just grab him and then slam him against the wall or the like caskets of mine, I should say. And they're like, give it to him. <laughs> give it to, it him. to him. Just, just like. Yeah. And and then, yeah, you just pop in his mouth and then. And then, uh, like, hold your hand over it and make him mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And um, he comes back after, like, a few seconds pass, like, there's kind of this, like, um, actually, he's held like this, yeah, and he's like, oh, and he's, he went through a really rough fight. You couldn't tell in his peacock form, he just looked a little ruffled, but he was beat up pretty bad. So, Naruto, do you know what happened at Mara's closet? Well, um, Adana came back, and she said that she was tracking this devil, and that she was trying to to reason with him, so, uh, you know, she could get what she needs. Um, 
and um, she was under the impression that he wouldn't be very compliant because, um, you know, most most devils aren't really too. Uh, well, they don't want to give up their blood that easily. It's a, kind of a valuable commodity to them. And I, uh, sorry, I put this line in like a really weird spot, but it's like really important. Give me a second. There we go. And uh, so he, he he visibly struggles for a moment, and then um, you see him like fight back, but fight back his emotions. But then you see him actually start to cry. His, his tears run down his face, and he says, "I, I just almost offers a hug. Like, do I? Do I not? Something like the awkward arms out, sort of." He hugs you okay. and holds you like really tightly, like someone who is racked with pain, like he's shaking. And he says, "I, I failed her. I couldn't protect Zenya." We tracked Zert back to the shack outside the city. Oh, below, he's got this portal thing. Wait, a quarter? I've never seen anything fight like this guy. He's so fast. He set up some poison traps and got a good hit on Senya. And she went down and Lana fainted. And I got hit and you got a lucky blow on me. And... I don't know, it blinked out for a minute and the last thing I remember is that Lana was on top of this guy, fumbling around wrestling him to the ground they, uh, she cut him uh, and like his blood got all over the, the portal thing and then it opened up and they both fell through and then Senya woke up and jumped through and then it closed and I was left alone and I don't know what's happening and I just... <laughs> Kind of like a there, there, Pat, sort of thing. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like gesturing in the corner. I'm just like, ah, mm, ah, mm, mm, ah. Uh, yeah. So he, he just continues to like sob in, in your arms. And, um,. <laughs> You you see Kenny go and be like, dude, it's it's not your fault. It, it's not her fault. And um, he he kind of like pulls Narte away from you, Luna, and then um, mm-hmm. and then hugs him. And um, so wait a minute. I mean. Lana gave us this note saying that she she left, but it, it sounds like she's still in that portal, right? Except we, we don't know where it goes. We need to find out where it goes, though, or, like, how to figure, or, like, how to get it to open up before we can really do anything. Well, it sounds like... If it, if it needs that demon's blood, yeah. it's not going to be easy to get that demon's blood. Yeah. I mean, if it needs a demon's blood, it's probably nowhere around here, right? Probably goes to, like, 
Like demon world. Maybe. Name the name of the world. <laughs> I keep wanting to call it the Nine Hells because I think that sounds really cool, but I also want to think of my own name. The Ten Hells. The Ten Hells. <laughs> I, I, like, I like the idea of it being like the 13 Hells, but then I'd have to think of like 13 levels and I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's valid. Yeah. Ellie's just calling it the Demon World because, she, I don't know, she just assumes the demons come from her. Um. They do. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna say LA do something. Right? No? Okay. Well, um you you see Ferris thinking. Like he has a very obvious like thinking phase. Like normally he, normally he's pretty stoic, but he has like a squinty like thinking phase. And he says that I'm interested in this portal, but um, perhaps I could enlighten you on what this is. But well, if you've heard of this, like a portal that opens with demon blood or devil blood? Well, you have to understand in the Arcanic Empire we have citizens that are of demonic origin and demonic. So, they come through quite often, and it's usually through portals, but it's, it's very difficult to open one. It takes a lot of energy. Um, so, he, if he's trying to open a portal, it, it takes a lot of... He'd need a source of energy to essentially rip apart time and space and maintain sure. What sort of energy are you thinking? Like magic, or is there something about the power of friendship? Or well, there are theories about uh, emotional bonds um, affecting magical um, abilities. But uh, what I'm talking about is it's canon in Tiffy's world. There are things powered by friendship. <laughs> what I'm what I'm talking about is. Um, Magic sigils are, um, they're basically like computer programs. You can code them in different languages and in different ways. And so he explains to you that, like, <clears throat> it depends on how he made this, um, circle. And, like, they usually do use magic energy because magic is just intelligent energy. And, um, like, he relates that most of the time, like, in history's past, <clears throat> they'd actually use, um, they'd use blood as an energy source because it has, it has basically has a high magic content. But, um, like, obviously that's, like, a difficult thing. Yeah, <clears throat> Does all blood have magic in it? Yes. Huh. It just depends on pretty much everything does, yes. I like bring okay. out my pipe and start so most smoking some bubbles. Mages have more because they they use it more, so it's in their system more. 
Like, we don't... He points to the three of them and says, we don't have a lot. That's why we don't need a lot of blood. Because the blood is what stabilizes our internal need to have magic equilibrium. Essentially. It's interesting. Um, yeah. If, if we were mages who used magic, we'd need a lot more. But... We're, we're warriors, so... Various. If we were to, like, I don't know, get a copy of this magic sigil, would you be able to determine what is required to open it? Because, Nar- I mean, Narte's seen it. He's been there. So he might be, you might be able to, um lead us there, and they can maybe just copy down what the magic circle looks like. And then I can certainly try to interpret things, but... Well, uh, you have a better handle of these magic sigils and their relation with demons than we do. Well, if you bring it to me, I will, I will look at it. I guess we're also Lady Raven is well studied too. Yeah, Canaris is just like Yeah, we are kinda of hanging out in a mage's house. I wanna ask. Can you see Farius give him this dirty look? I mean not that you're not capable, dude. Just I mean she's just you're just good at alchemy and stuff, and she's good at traditional magic stuff. I mean, we're mages too, technically. Technically, this is true. But druidic magic is inherently different. Yeah, I just don't know That's anything true. about demons. Basically, what you need to know about them is that they're technically aliens to this plane. And, um, usually to come here, they have to have a portal or some way to get here and then something to anchor them here. Um, in olden times what they would usually do is they'd actually kill a mortal to use to open a portal and then kill a second one to use as their anchor point and inhabit the body. Luna, we've seen that before. Back at, um, Oh, yeah, that. Please don't remind me. <laughs> that was embarrassing. <laughs> and tragic, but also embarrassing. Yeah. In, uh, that's... I'm, like, past my arms at this point. This doesn't add up. We... When we were at Gundra, we saw a similar thing. I believe. We, a man died and then a demon appeared. But well, the demon used his foot. How... Various described, not various. Narte described it. The demon used his blood to open a portal. Well, I mean, they could be not related. His blood is just um, blood can be used differently according to what spell it's being used for. It also depends on how the spell is written. So, like, you can you can use blood as a power source, but you can also use it as a conduit. In different ways, because spells are... There are various ways to handle spells. Luna, should we investigate? Yeah, I guess it's worth a try. I mean, we need... Did you... I, I know... Did we... 
And Lana can handle herself, but her being trapped in a demon world, that sounds kind of rough, even for her to handle. She does have a demon husband. If anything, she might have connections to get out. Well, regardless, you have a potentially an active portal open. He, like, looks at you guys. Do you not understand the danger behind that? Wait, is it, is it still Didn't that say that it closed? I thought it closed. I mean, portals will close, but they can certainly reactivate. Did you... It's like, it sounds... There's a difference between closing it and cleansing it. Okay, would it be better for us to actually go through it to try to find her? Or to try to destroy it so that nothing else can come through? Personally, I think you should just destroy it. You do, I mean, depending on how it's written, it might be a portal to one place, or it could be a place to, or it could be a portal to a different, more than one place. If it's a ladder, then you would have no idea on how, which place to even go to. I mean, you seem confident in your abilities, so. I think she can find her way back. But this portal will be problematic. Yeah, I guess. Maybe we should destroy it. I mean, I don't want her to be trapped there, but it's. But if it does turn out that there's multi- that it can go to multiple places, maybe there's a chance that there are multiple ways for her to get out of wherever they went. Woo! Okay, do you guys want to think about stuff? I mean, I guess... Should we go to the other team? I guess we can go to the other team. Yeah. Okay. Demons! Or demons. All the fun stuff happens over there. I'm just looking at weird people. You're just looking at weird art. Looking you know? at weird art you come and to... sundials in the... Under... <laughs> underground. Yeah, there's a reason they're not selling too well. One, one more thing before we go back. Um, Norte kind of like pulls himself together and he, he reaches into his pocket and holds out a pair of knitted green socks and hands them oh. to Ellie. Sonia <gasps> said that I should give these to you if anything happened to her. <laughs> And now we will go back to Tarina and Kayanthi. Then it will turn into a cat to further comfort Narte. <laughs> he like holds the cat and rubs him. Thanks. Oh. I think we can not in any photos, but whatever. Yeah, you're here. You're just chill. Okay, so what happens is you guys leave, walk past the um, inked and blinked shop and come to the art district, you can tell because there's just, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's a little stands, which is kind of unusual because when you're down on, like, Market Street, the main, like, display street of their squares, they didn't have any of these, like, street stands of tables and, like, you know, booths and whatever. They were all behind, um, like, glass and you can do window shopping. But here the wares are out and you can touch them and you can look at them and you have 
people who have done like little paintings and little like rock sculptures and this and that and like frankly like none of the art's really that great and uh, make a um, make a history check. Are we shocked? Let's find out if we're shocked. What's my history like? I'm not smart, so this should be fun. Oh, okay, I'm kind of smart. Oh, I'm not smart, never mind. I'm bad at six. Hey, I don't think you didn't do well in school, did you? No, I didn't! How'd you know? That's why she became a mother. <laughs> That's why I punched them. That's why I punched them, Dad. I'm not, I don't do magic like my siblings do. You're into a little bit of magic. You could do prestigation and that, that's what I mean. Yeah, my, my sister taught me that. That's all I know. All I can do. Alright, so. I'm using a color wheel to fan myself because it's too hot in my room. When that six, you know, you're just like, I don't really remember draw art ever. So, you don't know, you don't have an opinion to base this on. Uh, this is like, ooh, art, huh. Cool. They're they're trying something a little different, and um, it's kind of like juvenile. Like it's um, yeah. people who have been only doing art as of recently. Like they haven't gotten ever fine into it yet. And um, you uh, pass by this a um, let's see. Um, uh, you pass by like a rug stand, and then um, this particular rug stand has some wares coming in, and um, so for a brief moment in the street, you and Tarina are separated. Kayanthi, you hear a uh, discordant melody, and this melody like wrecks you with horrible pain. Your knees buckle. It, it makes your skin crawl. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, man. Shawty is not like a melody in my head. Gosh. Dang it. Oh, shut any day. I know. I get a lot of sneak attacks. Do you think we would learn? Um, wisdom save. Okay. Oh, you really don't. Can't see my own. Is it now 20? 20? Come on. Oh. <laughs> it's which get? Yeah. yeah okay. Woo. So, on a failed save, you take three d six psychic damage, and you immediately use I your reaction. Now? You take three d six damage. Michael, roll it for me. Okay. It's such a loving husband. It's so wonderful. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> come, come, rat your friend's brain. <laughs> Oh, and two and three Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's 13 damage. Right, you take 13 damage. And now you have to use your reaction. Your ears start to bleed. And then you move as far away from the sound as you can. And so okay. you, my, my hands are just clammed over my ears, and I'm just kind of like, one really loud scream, like, fuck all over, and kind of like, curling into something, I'm sure. So, you, um, 
You can run. So there's an alleyway behind you, and then okay. like there's uh, the uh, street in front of you, but it has people in it, like browsing the wares. Where where would you go? Can I say since it's an outlet, I kind of make a scene. Yeah, you can you can scream a little bit on the table of the other and just clatter everywhere or something like that. Okay, so like you scream and grip your head like ah and, and like kind of like crumble against like the table and scatter some things. Yeah. Um, and some of the wares fall on the ground, but you do have to move away from this area because it forces oh, okay. you to take a reaction. So do you right. go? Do you go north or east? I feel like her reactions to <laughs> Penelope's not smart, so she's gonna go away, away from people to try to like recover herself. So she okay. she's going back for the sundial lady. Um, you, you. The only option is going alleyway. Alleyway, yeah, right? east, east, yeah, east to the alleyway. That was it. Yeah, that was it. And That's so, um, <clears throat> you you go back into this alleyway and. You, you clamp your head down and uh, head's throbbing. It's very painful. You're trying to shake it off. You get a cold sweat running down your face. And, um, Tarina, you heard her scream. You don't know why. Um, and, like, you tried to, like, look around and, um, see what was going on. But, uh, there was this, like, um, essentially, like, rug display. So make a perception check at disadvantage to try to find out where she went. So I imagine that's what Tarina would do. Yep. Um, can I have my help with the straight roll? Perception. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Let's see. Um, Kathy, make a dexterity check for me. I'm good at those. You can do it. I know. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Nineteen. So what I did is I had your perception versus her dexterity. (laughs) So. Kayanthi, in her swift nimble feet, just zoomed right out of there. You're not sure where she is. Well, hey. I'm going to send Boink above the crowd and just tell him to fan out looking for her. Okay, nice. Boink is so good. Yeah, that's great. We're going to go back to Kayanthi, who's in the alleyway. And behind you, you hear a dulcet voice. Jaleed, why are you running? Why are you in Toro? Just come home. Okay. And um, you um you feel him. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you feel him, like, grab your arm. Can I try to pull away? Yeah, you can, um, do, he, um, let's see, it's technically, I feel like it'd be a disadvantage or whatever I try to do because I'm bleeding out of my ears. Let me see, I guess that would technically be, that would technically be a 
grapple. Alright, so sh- I'm gonna roll now, okay? Okay, roll. Good. He is the strongest of ours, probably. I hope so. Because Dorito Rod, um. I got a. I got a nine. You do not escape. Yeah, he's got you. Sh- okay. Got him, man. Uh, make. Uh, Tarina, make a perception check for Boyk to try to locate Chaos. Is that a happy or a bad? Thirteen. Oh, that's not happy. No, sorry. The guy landed in silly putty. Oh. I'm not surprised to make silly putty. Um. Okay. He's looking. He's having trouble finding them. I'm rolling it against his stealth checks, I guess. And so he's still hidden from you guys with candy. Well, I guess, I mean, uh, that's not going to roll it. Whatever, I'm not going to think about it too much. Okay. <clears throat> Back to Kayanthi. You have been grappled. What do you, you want to do? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I tried to not be grappled, but that didn't work. You can try to not be grappled again. Um, you can punch him in the face. I, I think I'd be really good at it. I kinda, she kinda just wants to actually look him in the eye, I think. So we kinda just like, you know, try to see who's there. And he's like, she thinks it's her brother, but she okay. wants to actually just confirm it. Like, turn around and look. Okay, so, know. you, um, are you trying to do anything apart from just affirm her, um, current... Just to figure out what's actually going on, because she's still a little disoriented, so she wants to be okay. Okay. So you you twist to like get a good look at him and uh, make a um, I guess like since you're trying to remember like a family member, it would be like a wisdom check. (laughs) All right. Huh. I think that's a dirty twenty. Yeah, it's him. He looks just like you remember. He just looks, like, slightly older and has, like, a few more scars. Okay. And, um, he says to you... You pronounce the name Order? 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 Yeah, Order. 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 It's like Or? O-R-E-A-D-R. Order. Order, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's like Order. Why are you here? Okay, um, make a, I guess make a persuasion check, it won't be that high, to see how much he'll divulge to you. Does he like me? I don't know, it's fun to know. Does my big brother like me, or what? Alright, persuasion, I got a 15. Okay, so, well, like that. 16, let's see how much you can do. Alright. What'd you ask him? What are you doing here? Yeah, what are you doing here? Trying to figure out why he's already finding your brother again after so long. He says, well, you probably don't remember. You're pretty young, but Gramps kicked me out of the house because I was a bit too rowdy. So I found work here, but I figure if I take you home, we can both go home. Good. Okay, now I'll be just kind of panicking. Why? I, I just, I, 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 why would you want to go back? You want 
so naive. <laughs> we think anything we do even matters. It's like, I'm tired of living. I was like, you might be okay with living on the streets and being whatever this is. He, like, gestures to, like, you're really a brightly colored monk clothes. Oh, no, my clothes. <laughs> but I'm tired of scraping by and sleeping on the floor and taking pisses in the forest. I want to go home. If I present you to Gramps, I think you might just let me go. Okay. Now Chaotic is like, I can't go back and she wants to start a fight. Okay. Alright. Okay. Okay. Alright. Okay. 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 Wink is like fluttering around trying to find it and he's buzzing around really quick and because it's underground and there's water and stuff and, and vegetation there are bats so this bat comes by and sees um Boink and thinks wow he looks like a really nice snack so Boink is now battling with this bat and then um because Boink's awesome he, he wins um I'm not gonna make you roll because he's fighting a bat and Boink can Boy can fight, but um, because of that tussle, he um, winds up going into the alleyway where Keonthe went, and he actually finds her. Thank you, bad tussle. Yeah. So you have found her, and um, now we will um, go back to uh, Keonthe, and we're gonna have you. We're gonna all roll initiative because we're actually starting combat now. Yay! Fight, 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 fight. Oh dear. Oh dear. Okay. I gained a number. I hope there was a good enough number. Are you ready for my number, Ted? Give me a second. I will wait. Watches my brother ends up being very nimble. He, um. Yeah, let me see, uh. Uh-oh. Okay, well. It's his turn first. So. He sees me flinching to move his legacy axe first. And uh, you see him, uh, his eyes narrow, and he looks at you and says, I guess you're not going to come nicely. And he pulls out his, he pulls out his rapier, and is going to try to hit you. 
I forget what, what the cleft is for the length. Uh, natural 14, I'll say plus three to shoot? I don't remember. I think it's at least two, so, but yeah, that can hit him. Okay. Um, sorry, I, I'm literally like panicking trying to pull up the stats for Blaine. It's okay. I can, it's fine. I'll let I just edit all these full on pauses out anyway. It's a plus six to hit. Oh, cool. Um, if he's using okay. his, if he's using his short bow. That's okay. Yeah, the short bow. Okay, sure. Um, so I'm gonna do one damage. Guy has to make a con save. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> he does. He he takes one damage. But he makes the con save. He rolled a natural. He rolled a little ten. He rolled right. a twenty. So yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna run in. Okay. And I am going to cast a spell. Yay, warlock spells. A warlock spell. Thank you. That's helping me. Appreciate it. Um. damage, so it's more of, like, just kind of this sphere of just I imagine, like, air or just raw energy, and then you shoot it towards him, and, um, <clears throat> you, you hit him. Oh, shoot, wait. We're fifth level. Two beams. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hit him again. Yeah, with it. You hit him, like, <laughs> square. <laughs> uh, the second one is a 17. To hit? Yeah. That hits him. And that does two points of damage. Okay, every point, every point counts. Yeah. Like and the first one, I want to get within melee range. Okay, yeah. So the first one hits him like square on, and he actually like kind of buckles over a little bit. And then the second one, he like kind of dodges a little bit, but he like manages to scrape his side pretty well. And you do two more points of damage, um, and it's his turn. So he is going to. Alright, and then now you're in melee range, you said? Okay. Yeah. Ah! I hate when DMs do that. You're like, oh, you say you're, you're close enough for me to kill you? Okay, let me chop that down real quick. I hate to see that. I've been here today. Oh, you were saying killing range? Why do you treat me? Yes. Okay, okay. So, um, 
No sound can be created or passed within a 20 foot radius centered on the point you choose. And I think, yeah, I think that's all he can do. Wimp! Coward! <laughs> so, uh, Kayanthi, it's your turn. Okay, I think I'm still held by him right now, huh? Yeah, you're still in that grapple. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna use. Wait, hold on. Can I counter spell? Okay. Well, let me do that again. Why not? 
nothing else can happen. Yeah. Will, will, will you try to like macro bat my way out of there? Um, you've used your action. That was that, okay. Yeah. Are you only use key points at this time for the extra yeah. attack? Okay. Alright, let's do another setting strike. Let's have fun with this. Alright, roll the hit. I rolled a hit. This was much more successful. Uh, I can't do math. 24. Okay, yeah, that, that hits. So, um... Con save. Roll for damage and I will roll for con save. Oh, save. 11 damage, that's the maximum. Okay, he took 11 damage. And he failed his con save. Oh, nice. He's stunned. So he's stunned. Yay! Can I, like, pretend I grabbed him and, like, flip him on his head, or is that not allowed? Do you want to use your bonus action to hit him again because now you have advantage? Hmm. That does sound fun. Can I do that? Um. I mean, yeah, I think you can expend another key point to do more damage to him. Yeah. I don't want to do another key point right now, but I think I've already done enough of that. Do you want to see if another key point? Uh, I don't know, I don't either know way, stuff. So you can do, um, you can do, by level 5 you get extra attack, which is just a free attack, but you can do two attacks for your action. And then, with martial arts you can do you an unarmed attack after... Yeah, an unarmed attack is a bonus action after a melee weapon attack. And then the yeah. regular thing. Yeah, you did okay. your two attacks, and you could do a bonus action attack. And if you want to spend key, you can do two bonus action attacks. I think I've... I've you can do just that. one probe without key. Let's do the, the other extra one, then, I suppose. Alright. Yeah. So, and he's incapacitated, so you are no longer grappled. Yay, that makes me happy. Yeah, so you can move away after you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to I do have advantages. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come back. Oh, gosh. Alright. Dirty 20. Okay, yeah, that hits. Good. Oh. Uh, what five is nine? Uh, what was it? Nine? Nine, yes. Yeah. Alright, yeah, you're chipping down as hell. Okay. Um, now it's There's more? Oh! It's Chirina's turn. Uh, boy, he's gonna hit him. Okay. Uh, natural 19, so he needs to make a con save as he takes one point of damage. <laughs> this thing is great! Okay, so I rolled, um, roll five. Oh! Well done. That's the second time this has happened. <laughs> Yeah, your poison is off. Poison just knocks people out all the time. I'm like, yeah, he's just unconscious now. Also, a lot of people don't have super high con, so con saves are kind of fun to inflict on people. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, dang, now I can't do any damage. Maybe you can kick him if you want. <laughs> no, because that'll knock him out. That'll bring him back. You guys can also run away. Uh, yeah, so he's unconscious in this alleyway. <laughs> what do you guys do? I think I'm just gonna like, I think I'm just gonna like hold my sword in front of me and be like, he's gonna be out for a minute. What do you want? Grumpy is once again stuck with her inaction. Honestly, I'm just kind of just looking down at her like unconscious brother. Like, you know, she's like. <laughs> 
You're basically a stranger who attacked me, but you're also my brother, and so you know, like, leave him there and, like, escape, knowing that he'll come back eventually, or, like, take her with her and, like, ask what he wants to do, but also he doesn't seem safe, and she's like... Yeah, so, um, Candy starts just rattling off all this stuff. Like, he's my brother, and I don't know how to handle this, and just all these things are going on, and it's happening too fast. I mean, Oh, say it again, say it again. Run or murder. Okay, if he's left there, how likely is it, like, that somebody's gonna come and, like, take him into slavery or something? Because he's not a girl. <laughs> oh, okay. Luna, you are not there! Yeah, let's just say it. Luna, we're not there. We got a peacock and demon situation. I considering, like, isn't, isn't his girlfriend, like, the daughter of one of the monarchs? Yeah. Roxas was. They broke but up recently, but she had her gun when she was drunk. But also, like, he can hold himself. Yeah. But also, uh, what uh, Tarina said about run or murder, so the run sounds more better than murder, so I guess Keanu just kind of, like, just one last look at Orator and just be like, she gotta go. So she takes Tarina with her and tries to, like, escape. Okay, so you take one long... Look at your conscious brother, filled with confliction over what exactly you should do and how you should deal with this. And like family versus, you know, my own uh, you know, self-preservation. Uh, and, uh, and then she just used self-preservation to run away. Self-preservation takes over and you run. <laughs> Tarina, I, I guess I take her with me. I'm, yeah. I'm um, weak. You, you run, Tarina, you take after her uh, buddy system. Yeah. And, um, um, I'm gonna be behind Beyonce, uh, just in case he tries to follow or attack. So you guys run, and, um, where are you guys running? Into the street, I guess, where we can come back to the Brandon house? Okay, you wanna go back to the Brandon house? I wanna go back to the Brandon house, Okay, so, like, searching for a sense of security... You go back to the only place that you can call your safety net, and you start running back towards the Braden house. Okay, and, uh... Alright, we'll see what happens. I'm going on our demon pals! Or not. Sadly putting on socks. Is, is there like a mechanic to determine when someone wakes up from being unconscious? Because like if well, he just out, yes, yeah, is... he's out for a minute. For, oh, okay. Yeah, so you'll be awake by. Yeah, so like he could even catch up to us in the streets. It's just a question of if he did. Oh, That's why okay. I'm behind Beyonce. Okay, okay. We're gonna make this fun. So you guys bolt, run back, and um, make a um. You guys can make dexterity checks because you're trying to like bolt out of there, and uh, we'll do contested dex. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh, I heard though. Hit me, your wimp! <laughs> Gosh, I got twenty-three. Okay, twenty-three. <laughs> awesome. All right, all right. I'm only good at the match. Very fun. Very exciting. Just straight dex check. Yeah. 21. Ooh, high five. Wow. 
The two of you bolt into the streets, and Kayanthi, you just easily and, and nimbly hop around, like, dodging left and right, you know, you leap through, like, little openings. Trina, you do pretty well keeping up with her, and, um, you look behind you, he's behind you. <laughs> he's hot on your tail, so we're gonna do another round. We're gonna do another round. Ah! What was that? I'm goading him to hit me. Oh, okay. So, because you go <laughs> because you goaded him, you suddenly hear a loud ringing noise. Intense, painfully intense. And, um, <clears throat> you must make a constitution saving throw. Um, both of you need to make that con save. Oh boy. Because it's a 10 foot radius. Gross. You can do it. I believe in you. Come on. You got hmm. I think this is a nat 20. And L and all of your weapons that are made of metal take damage. Is it? Well, I have a sword. Did you get the octopus? I do. I have an octopus thing. Yeah. I'm proud of my square. Where are you at? Okay. I didn't feel it off of this guy. So, um, Kayanti, you took, you've got like a 20? Yeah, I got a nat 20. Okay, got a nat 20. And then, um, okay. What did you get, Tarina? 12. Alright, so Kayanti saves, Tarina fails. Ah. Kayanti, you take 10 damage, and Tarina, you take 5. I saved somehow, and then I got what? 10 damage? No, it should be switched. Switch it, sorry. Switch yeah. it, sorry. I'm bad. I'm like, um, I'm bad. Alright, so I got 5 damage from that. You, okay. Yeah, because you saved, you take less damage. Gosh, okay. Tarina takes 10 damage. Cool, and the reaction attack tells for you. Okay. Um. Can't have to make a deck saving throw. Thanks. <laughs> Those reactions. Okay. Spells. So that's a 14. He does not pass. Okay. What's the damage? I think it's like 2 d 10 or something. No, since I'm a warlock, it is 4 d 10. <laughs> 25 points of damage. Nice. Nice. Um, he's pants down. Good. Keep down? Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm not camping and I run back. Yeah, so, um, you've caused quite the stir in the middle of the street. Uh-oh. A, um, because you started to, um, there's been a bunch of loud noises, and now there, and, uh, imagine your hellish Ryuk was not subtle. Yeah, I just like I probably just turned around and said ow, and then yeah. So um, <laughs> like I, hellish rebuke is usually like purple. Yeah, I imagine it's purple fire. So just this flame yeah. erupts into the air. People are like, <gasps> and then all these people are freaking out. You see like people jumping over the you know jumping over the stalls, trying to like 
get behind things like what's going on and then someone points and says that guy's unconscious and they're like hold the guards and oh no and uh, you hear some ka-chunk, 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 ka-chunk. Um, and you because you've been around the city you recognize this as the, the chainmail that the guards wear they're coming Okay. Let's do it. You ready? Jumping. Jumping. We run it. Question, question okay. of the day. I okay. can disguise myself and keep on hitting him till like he does die. <laughs> 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 She's gonna say no to that. Sorry. <laughs> 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 brother. Hey, what's happening? Or something. And so, I don't know. Yeah, so you're like murder, yay, nay, Kathy's Nay! Nay! No! Let's go! Go! He's literally trying to hurt you. What reason do you have for him not to die? Because he's gonna do the same to you. Can I do something? She doesn't. Sure. Okay, literally out of the town that really doesn't like men, if you're just kind of honest in the sense that this guy attacked you. They will very likely side with you and understand that you feared for your life, etc. And you fight for my life. Larry, you're not there. Um, Camp really knows how to run away from her problems, okay? Alright, that's all she knows how to do. Okay. I think, was it very obvious that I was the one who just cast this thing on him that he fell from? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I think how do I tell Keon to run? And then I'll just run away either way. Don't you have to come with me. Anyway, where's the runaway? Keon is going following the panic. I think I'm probably just going to shout out then. Oh my gosh, I can't believe he just attacked that woman. This guy's self-blade. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, um... Campy's running those. Do I have to like roll for? Make a deception check, Tarina. Just because I want it. I want it. <laughs> You're good at it. It'll be fine. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. That is the only thing I am good at. Can I use Blink to help me? Yeah, yeah. He can help. He can help you on all your things. Yeah, we'll say um. <laughs> Like the guard. Okay, the guards are coming through the crowd, and they're like, "What's going on? Who's this guy? What's? No, you tell me. You said what's going on?" And, and they start questioning everyone, and they're like, "What's?" And you see them grab him and be like, "Take him to the brink." Oh my gosh! I can't believe that that guy just attacked her, and now he's just on the floor. What's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> I know, foreigners, the servant's sensitive to our ways, and then they're like, get him out! <laughs> and he's like, I'm really? Like the now. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why they're totally like, oh yeah. And so, you see these like burly women just show up and they like throw him over their shoulders and like, hark, 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 take him away. <laughs> what Gosh, I think someone would do that. Like, what's wrong with the camera? And this jar lady next to you is just like, I know, they're so frightening. I'm so glad I've only lived here. The surface world must be terrifying. Ugh, I know. I never want to leave here. So I guess Kathy's just not here anymore? Did she really Yeah, she bolted. You just, you just bolted. It's not. Okay, nothing Yeah, because you, you wanted to leave, like, that entire time, so I assume you did. All right, Serena, who's this character? I don't know why. 
discussion on like possible like plans on like what to take so then I yeah you guys find them in the wine cellar it's a tiny room oh you guys are bad um how was the art district I mean it looks like you guys had a lot of fun you guys are all sweaty and stuff can you find any nice art so there might be like blood dripping out of her ears to like dried up stuff here Oh, do you? Do you like, her, her legs are all cut up. And you her, don't see Karina either. It's just a drow lady. You can just see Susie. Uh, yeah, you see, like, the, um, the... Do you, do you need some healing or anything? They're yeah, can have, like, a look of mild panic because there's this new drow person, and they're like, um... And who's your friend, Keanu? Charina, oh, Charina, I get it. Okay. Keanu is trying to find a place to sit down. Um, in the in the wine cellar, there's there you can sit on the floor. Um, there's only one chair, and Ferris is sitting in it. He's not giving it. Okay. Okay. She's sitting. She sits on the floor, then just kind of like slowly, just kind of laying down. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll be healing um, Keanu. Yeah. Yeah, her bearings, sir. Um, how, how how bad are you looking? Are you looking like really bad or like sort of bad? Mm-hmm. I mean, she well, might have a lot of blood. Because she's I could be kind of... better than I am right now. Okay, I'll cast it. Uh, I'm going to cast... Um, I'm just going to put my my hands on your ears, right? Where were you, like bleeding and then like my little spirit friends come up and just kind of swirl around you and I'm gonna cast cure wounds at level two. Ooh. Oh heck yes. That's 14 points back at you. Thanks buddy. You're the best. What why is all the rec- recreational activities that you're so dangerous? I mean, you guys had a dangerous funeral and now a dangerous art district. Why is, is art really that dangerous here? Hey, Alvin. Alvin has like a, you know how uh, Ellie has like her head here? Alvin just kind of holds her too, just to thank you so much. She's just very happy to have someone normal in her life and stop trying to kill her. So you share a personal bonding moment right there? Yeah. Yeah, just kind of like, thank you. Thank you. I'm pretty normal. Kenora's just like, yeah, you're totally normal. Flares makes kind of a face. He's just like... <laughs> Narte's still pretty shaken up. Yeah, I'm pretty shaken yet. How would I draw that? Where's my sketchbook? <laughs> See a little moment in my brain. So, what are you guys doing? <laughs> um, so what happened... 
Well, I mean, Ken, Kenny speaks up. He says, well, he, you guys, they were attacked. Well, basically, here's the lowdown. Uh, Alana shows up. I think that's her name. She, uh, comes, and the old lady goes with her, and then the three of them go to this shack, and they fight this demon, and then two of them got sucked into the portal, and a bunch of crazy stuff went down. Honestly, I think you should just go to this place. I mean, I would go there, but for obvious reasons, I shouldn't. I mean, you're not going to get answers until you go there. And so, like, you 
you wind up jumping onto him more than him, like, supporting you. So, like, uh, you, like, jump onto him and then, like, sink your claws into his shirt until he's like, oh my gosh, I gotcha. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Nessa and I have been talking, and um, I think this marriage thing would be a good idea for us. Um, yeah, I'm support. And, um, you know, we've also been talking about, you know, um, Nessa's been thinking maybe we could, uh, pitch both me as her new husband, and kind of, like, perks himself up a little bit, and also as, um, Noble, well, I'll read his Noble at the same time, you know, two, two birds, one stone. Yeah, because, uh, turns out she really likes smart guys, and he, he's, he, like, adjusts his glasses, and he's like, I was in the top five of the class, all through my college years. <laughs> Lists off a number of honors from, from, from his college that you guys don't really know but understand that like it's you know cum laude and, and like honor role and like he, he got very very high marks oh college is cool you get all the stuff from college I go to college yeah. and um and, and um He's like, and, uh, t- luckily for everyone I'm really oddly weird about keeping all my paperwork on me I honestly think that's something he would do because he's just kind of paranoid. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just like, so I have my diploma with me. Uh, and, uh, and, and they said I shouldn't bring it. Well, jokes on them. Jokes on them. Yeah, I kind of imagine there's some sort of like morty but shorter John Mulaney. Like, the, the action was really kind of moody ish. But without being really funny, just more like, wow, you know, a little bit along the way there. Could be a pressure that day right there. Um, yeah, well, um, that's, that's what's going on with me. That's great. Yeah. Um, so. You know, uh, um, and you hear Nessa from the top of the stairs. Just, um. Seems really crowded. Maybe I should stay up here. It's okay. Uh, it's fine. Um, Trina, do you want to come with us? You seem kind of oddly invested in this. I mean, not that I'm opposed to it. I, you know, I do. Please come. Um, would you actually mind if I were to like go in ten minutes before you? Uh, no, that's fine with me. Wonderful. I get the impression that if I were to talk to your grandmother first, or whoever, I don't know who I'm talking to. If I were to talk to them first, then there is a much higher success rate for you. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'll take that. That sounds good. And Nessa comes down the stairs anyway and kind of pokes her head in there, and she's just like, um, yeah, Bobby, that sounds good. Um... And, um, so they go, they go, and she, she kind of like, she's, we should probably go upstairs. He puts Luna down, and he's like, well, you know, we're going to get lunch going, so they go upstairs. All right. 
guess what I do next. Meow. Meow. I, I, think, I, I think we should destroy this portal thing. I mean, they can't really have a portal to a demon world here, right? So that one's out of town, though. Uh, how much time do we have left before Mara's execution? Yeah. Wait, is it out of town? I thought it was here. It's on the outskirts of town. It's not like that far. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, like, it's like just outside the cave or something. No, it's um, okay. like it's outside the city wall, which is like it, it's all like think of a giant cave, and then there's a walled city in the middle of said giant cave. It's uh, just outside the wall. That's changed. But um, that's how you perceive it. And uh, so as a cat, like, you do vaguely perceive the arcane boys as predators. Mm. Um, but, like, your mind as a half-elf knows that you don't need to be afraid of them. So that's interesting. That's just a thing. And, um... You, uh, yeah, yeah, they're just gonna keep going about what they're doing. Um, now we're gonna go to Trina. Alright, so, you, um... Little party funk here. Yeah, the party, the four of you go, um, walk towards, start walking towards where High Priestess Abra hangs out. Which is the Cathedral of Black Tears. Um, she's a high priestess. It's not hard to assume that she's going to be there. I like it. Black Tears, like running mascara, or? Um, sure. No, you don't know. I, okay. guess, I guess you could make a religion check if you wanted to. Okay. You know what? I will for fun. Okay. Your hands. I won't I'm make 16. you. 16. Okay. Mm. So. That's pretty good. This is also a cool tidbit. Um, you remember reading about um, uh, an indigenous drow religion because Galax have drow. So you're just intrigued by this generally. And in your readings, you found out that there's a legend about how the drow came to be. And they're dark mother, the, the Briotrant is their like, is the goddess that they worship. And it is said that from her tears of rage that the drow were born. That's why it's called the Drow Black Eagle. I can relay this information to you guys if you care, but if you don't ask, then she won't. <laughs> So let's see. Um, you guys have a little bit of walking to do, but we'll say you know, like you get there, okay? And um, you come to the cathedral. There's um, those of you have been there before. Let's say like three out of four of you have been there before. At least Trina, you've at least seen the courtyard because you took Ness out. Yeah. So there's the courtyard, the cathedral, and then off to the left and the right. There are other buildings. And Nessa went off, I think, to the right, to the living quarters. 
but in front of you there's the courtyard and beyond that are stairs along grand like staircase up to the cathedral Um, would the matron be, like, in the, in the, like, church area, or would she be in the house? Um, you don't know. I'm gonna go over to the church area. Okay. So, uh, you, you go in, you, um, <laughs> see that there's, um, Midday mass happening. They, um, oh, hair on. I got sweet, sweet Orthodox Russian chants. What? No, they sound really cool. We have Russian Orthodox chants. <laughs> bring the flavor, Tiffany. Bring the flavor. I don't know if you can hear it, but. Michael can enjoy it. I can see. I can see. But, uh, this, uh, it sounds really cool. Anyway, um, you see the um, priestesses are conducting a mass, and there's one by the door. And, and she turns and looks at you when you walk through the door and says, Welcome to the Cathedral of Baptists. I see that you are uh, not of our kind, but no. Is there someone you are looking for? Yeah, there, there is. I am looking for. Oh, what's her name? Um, um, the oh, the high priestess. You know what she is? There's like this really long pause where she tries to like hold her fury in because of how obnoxious that is. You're, you're disguised, right? No. Oh, okay, you're just talking to that voice. Yes. Can I look like my sister right now? Uh, we have a conversation. No, like, sorry. Can I, can I look like my sister walking in? Yeah, I'll let you retroactively cast that spell. Get it. So I still look like a Melanie, just not me. Uh-huh. And, uh, she kind of raises an eyebrow at you. Says, and uh, who is calling? Oh, um, hi. My name is Nualia Meliani. And I'm here on behalf of my brother, Aravan. Yes, of course. We have been expecting you. And so she leads you back outside and um, walks across the corridor, goes to the right and towards the living center quarters. And Ooh, fancy. So uh, there's um, she she opens the doors. There's um, like essentially kind of like a waiting room in the immediate um, antechamber. She says, please wait. I will announce your arrival. I priest she says, probably in her evening mood. And then she vanishes behind this door. And, um, 
you hear like some muffled conversation and then an exasperated sigh and then the priest just comes out and says she will be with you in a moment please wait do you require anything else I'm good very well she I will return to the cathedral and she she leaves and you wait like a good like 10 minutes um, do you want to do anything in those 10 minutes or just gonna wait um is there a couch or like a sitting area there's it's a very like um there are benches okay and it's like kind of like a minimalistic zen style almost like I think um like really modern style kind of like cold and austere and it's black and white but still very like fashionable and nice alright I think I think Tarina's just gonna like sit on the floor up against the wall okay <laughs> okay does that give you guidance like it's right before you walk in cause it has a minute for any check within the next minute Just check something real quick, please. The door opens, and you see the high priestess walk through. She's garbed in a long black robe that's not overly ostentatious, but still, like, very nice. It has, like, a subtle detail in it. Like, it has, like, a silk black, and then, like, another, like, silk black pattern on it. And... (laughs) She approaches you and says, May I have Yeah, hi! And I pop back up and I just like offer my hand to shake her hand. There's this like long pause as she's like wide eyes, like, wow. I am High Priestess Ephra. Call me Dean. Like, tenderly, hey, like, puts her hand out, like, oh, gosh. Oh, why? <laughs> and, uh, I, so she has her hand out. I, I, I grab it, and I just, like, violently shake her hand. <laughs> uh, yes, you're very enthusiastic, I see. Um, that's quite enough, thank you. No, I, um, we've been awaiting your arrival, Miss Nayami. We've come, I assume you've come to discuss Erevan and the engagement. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm here for my brother, yeah. Wonderful. Please step into my office. (laughs) So you you, uh, step into her office... She has like um Cause we're we're all there, right? You're outside. Yeah, we're outside. Yeah. Twiddling thumbs. And it, it's very immaculate and nice and, and things are held have their place and she has like really like like fancy looking pieces and she sits behind her desk and gestures to a chair and says, please sit. Six. 
Now, I wanted to um, discuss several things. Um, I understand that um, his lineage on his um, mother's side isn't quite um, as detailed as I would like. Um, would you provide any documentation on, on that, sweetie? Clear the waters. Documentation? Yes, I have. A birth certificate for a family um, lineage. Well, I know Mom grew up with some elves, and my dad did not like my mother very much, and he just about threw away everything that she owned when he tossed her out of the house. We don't know very much more than her name, in all honesty. I'm sorry. That's probably not very helpful, is it? Oh, I wish I could be of more help. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> uh, like, she stares at you for a long time. She had a quill, like, ready to like, write notes. <laughs> and, like, the, the, the ink just, like, drips down the quill and makes this, like, puddle of ink. And she just stares at you, like... Uh, well, um, unfortunate. <laughs> and, um, so she gets out a new, she puts aside, like, that piece of paper and gets another one out, a clean one, says, well, uh, perhaps you could tell me about him, Araban, personally, you know, perhaps he um, has, um, more charming features as a person, rather than this unfortunate lack of documentation. Yeah, everyone's great. Right. And is... I understand that he comes from a long line of druids on the other side. Yeah! Do you happen to know what circles he was in, or what he studied? No, I'm sorry. I don't. I honestly don't know a whole lot about it. The uh, the females in our line haven't really had the truly touch, so they they honestly they kind of kept me away from all of the druid stuff. Sorry. Uh, uh, well, I'm sure there's got to be some form of uh, of um, druidic paperwork somewhere. <laughs> She laughs nervously. <laughs> Would you care for a drink? She she stands up from her um, desk and goes over to this cabinet and pulls out what it's probably brandy, pours herself a drink. Gosh. Sure, I'll drink one. Pours you one, and like there's not a lot. Brandy's hard. So, um, she gives you a little bit and puts, there's, um, I think you put ice in brandy, she puts ice in it, whatever. And she hands you her drink and then sort of sips on hers and sits back in her chair and she says, oh yes, this is, um, she gives you a detailed explanation of, like, the, the fine distillery came from and its wonderful taste and flavor and blah, blah, blah. At some point I take a sip and, like, make a face, but then keep sipping it. <laughs> 
And I'm sure he was least educated. Now, if you are from a noble line, from at least one side, and allegedly another, what sort of education has Aravan had? Oh, um, we had private tutors. Excellent. Who taught us the. Uh, he also had druid teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you happen to know any names of this? Um, we had different teachers. Yes. His, his was Sharon, I think. Takes a deep breath. I see, Jared. Mm-hmm. Use my resources to uh, look, look into that. She, uh, <laughs> she looks down at her notes, and like it just has just little like tidbits that if you looked at it, it wouldn't really make a lot of sense. But she is. <clears throat> well, thank you very much for coming to. Represent your esteemed family, Miss Valiabne. Um, I'll be writing to your father most definitely. When do you want Airman to come over? You know, I, I think we might want to stave off on that. There's just a few things I want to clear up first before we tighten the mat. She, she takes you outside and, um, and uh, I wish you good travels. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, really sweet of you. I hope you have a good day. Thank you. Quite kind. <laughs> Please tell me she gives her, like, a really awkward hug. Yeah, she gives her a hug. Good. Like back and back and forth sort of thing. Yeah. She's like, awkward pad, awkward pad. Yes, yes. Lovely child. Yes. I'm sure your father is waiting. Do you want to keep him? Oh, Dad doesn't care. I'll get back soon enough, though. Thanks for seeing me. Thank you for coming by. Okay, so you feel pretty confident that she doesn't want Arizona coming. Wonderful. Okay, and um, it's a uh, ten, so we're gonna end. Thank you for listening to Dungeon Damsels, The Sorority of Madness. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you're interested in supporting us more, please check out our Facebook and our Patreon page.